This is the Lions Unchained podcast, where the shackles of your mind are broken. It's not for the faint-hearted, but the chosen few who've embraced the call to leadership, dare to venture where others will not, and believe in God's supernatural power. Join Carl Joseph now for a life-changing word. Get ready to be unleashed into your destiny. Let's continue our study of the nine spiritual gifts, and today we'll discuss the gift of divers kinds of tongues. Let's read our passage once more, 1 Corinthians 12, verses 7 through 11. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit withal. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another the gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another divers kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But all these work that one and self-same spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. Now, friend, I'll tell you right up front, this has to be one of the most misunderstood of the nine spiritual gifts, and I hope to clarify some of this in our short time together. Some people think that tongues are, quote, of the devil, unquote, or have passed away from this dispensation. Friend, this is a lie, and originated by religious people who know no better. Did you notice in the King James Version that the word divers was italicized? That means it wasn't in the original Greek language, but was added by the translators at the time. Actually, in its pure literal translation, it reads, to another, kinds of tongues. In another scripture, the Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians 12, 28, And God has set some in the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, governments, diversities of tongues. So Paul does mention diversities of tongues in another scripture, or different kinds of tongues, as part of the Spirit's manifestation. Now, of the three utterance gifts, tongues is the most prominent for Pentecostal or charismatic people, but not commonly found in other denominations, because we acknowledge that the outpouring of the Holy Spirit baptism with tongues is the initial evidence of that outpouring. Some have asked why we place so much emphasis on tongues, but we really don't. The truth is we get asked about tongues a lot by other people who are curious about the topic or don't pray the way we do. Second, tongues are the initial evidence of being baptized in the Holy Ghost, and there is no other evidence, not in the Bible anyway, save prophecy on some rare occasions. Third, utterance in tongues in public assembly is perhaps the most frequently manifested gift of the Spirit in charismatic circles, but it can also be the most abused gift. Fourth, tongues and interpretation are distinct gifts granted to the church age and uniquely for our dispensation, as they're not mentioned in the Old Testament. You won't find any of the Old Testament prophets, kings, or priests praying in tongues or interpreting for that matter. In fact, all the other nine gifts of the Spirit were in manifestation in the Old Testament, except tongues and interpretation. And in the ministry of Jesus Christ, he too operated in all nine gifts except tongues and interpretation. By definition, diverse kinds of tongues is supernatural utterance by the Holy Spirit in languages never learned by the speaker, nor understood by the speaker, nor necessarily understood by the hearer either. 
Speaking in tongues has nothing whatsoever to do with linguistic ability. It's well known that the Apostle Paul, for example, likely spoke five languages during his ministry. These would include Hebrew, Greek, Aramaic, Latin, and possibly Spanish. We can debate all day about his ability as a polyglot. But when Paul spoke in tongues, which the scripture testifies, it was not in an earthly language, no. Friend, speaking in tongues has got nothing to do with natural ability or the intellect of man. It's a vocal miracle of the Holy Spirit, as the Holy Spirit wills it through our mouths as we give utterance. The greatest example of divers' tongues would be the initial outpouring of the Holy Spirit baptism, spoken of in Acts chapter 2, verses 2 through 12. And I'm going to read it now. On the day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. Suddenly there was a sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm, and it filled the house where they were sitting. Then what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in tongues as the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. At that time, there were devout Jews from every nation living in Jerusalem. When they heard the loud noise, everyone came running, and they were bewildered to hear their own languages being spoken by the believers. They were completely amazed. How can this be, they exclaimed. These people are all from Galilee, and yet we hear them speaking in our own native languages. Here we are, Parthians, Medes, Elamites, people from Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, the province of Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, Egypt, and the areas of Libya and Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs. And we all hear these people speaking in our own languages about the wonderful things God has done. They stood there amazed and perplexed. What can this mean, they asked each other. In this example, each person supernaturally heard and understood the language of their origin when the Galileans were praying in tongues, and to top that, the Galileans didn't know those languages themselves. This was supernatural, friend. This is diverse tongues in public ministry by the purest definition, because each person understood their own language without the need for an interpreter. This manifestation is very rare indeed, even within today's church circles. When Paul said, do all pray in tongues in 1 Corinthians 12.30, he was talking about this public ministry gift. It's important to note here, there's a difference between praying in tongues in public and private. If one demonstrates tongues in public, it should generally be interpreted, because if it isn't, it can cause confusion. Some ministers down the years have prayed in tongues, but the hearer heard Spanish or Japanese or Hebrew without the need for an interpreter. This is diverse kinds of tongues in operation in the modern day. However, when we pray in tongues in our own private devotional time, there are many benefits for doing so, as the Bible makes clear, and I will cover some of these now. Number one, when we pray in tongues, we speak mysteries to God. 1 Corinthians 14.2 says this, For he that speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not unto men, but unto God. For no man understands him. Howbeit in the Spirit he speaks mysteries. In the Moffat's translation it says, He's talking divine secrets. Therefore, one of the reasons for speaking in tongues is so that men may speak mysteries supernaturally to God. And what is that exactly? We don't know, friend. It is a mystery. Number two, we magnify God when we speak in tongues. Acts 10.46 says, For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. So friend, it's a form of worship when we do so. We are magnifying God and we're not magnifying our problems. 
Number three, he that speaks in an unknown tongue edifies himself. 1 Corinthians 14.4 The word edify is the same word we use for edifice. So when we speak in tongues, we're building ourselves up, brick by brick, so to speak, in the faith. And finally, number four, when we pray in tongues, our faith is built up according to Jude 20. Now, did you notice that there were a few signs that are supposed to follow those who believe upon the name of Jesus? Let's read Mark chapter 16, verses 15 through 18. Let's do it right now. And Jesus said unto them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And in verse 17, And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Christ, friend, revealed several signs in this passage of those who believe upon his name. And one of those signs is speaking in tongues. Do you speak in tongues, friend? You might say, what an odd question. Why would I want to do that? Well, Jesus just spoke to you. He said there were some signs that are supposed to be following believers. Do you have signs following you, friend? What if I were to tell you that the Apostle Paul, who wrote almost two-thirds of the New Testament, spoke with tongues? In 1 Corinthians 14.18, Paul says, I thank my God, I speak with tongues more than you all. Many people are just afraid of the gifts of the Spirit, and tongues in particular. And I understand that, because to move in these gifts requires courage, because it's a step into the supernatural realm. Some people are content to play it safe with God, but without power from on high, you'll be missing out, unfortunately, as your witness for Christ will be limited. The most common rebuttal we receive on this topic is the statement by Paul that there is no need for tongues today because he said, that which is perfect is come. And that supposedly is the Bible, but friend, 1 Corinthians 13.10 talks about that which is perfect is come. But that is Jesus himself at his second coming. It's not the Bible. Let's look at the passage together. Charity never fails, but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away with. So if you think tongues have ceased today, friend, let me ask you this. Has knowledge passed away too? No, it hasn't. We need knowledge today and prophecies and tongues because these are for the church age, our dispensation. If that which is perfect is supposed to be the Bible in this passage, then it contains knowledge, right? So clearly it's not time for that knowledge to pass away either. People will fight tongues tooth and nail because they don't understand it. And even worse, they will blaspheme the Holy Spirit by making the claim that tongues are of the devil. Be very careful, friend, of making that accusation. Why? Because by definition, to blaspheme the Holy Spirit is to attribute the works of the Holy Spirit to the devil, and vice versa. And that is what a person does when they wrongly claim that tongues is of the devil. For others who claim that speaking in tongues are only reserved for snake handlers with personal hygiene issues and furry feet... That is also not true. Some people look down on others who speak in the Spirit as simply uneducated. And it's true, friend, that God causes the foolish things to confound the wise. And there was a time when Pentecostals were warned against education because they feared the Holy Spirit would be quenched. But these things have changed today, friend. Right now, there's 600 million people praying in tongues on the earth today. 
Why can't you be one of them? Use me as a case in point. I was raised in an Anglican background in the UK. I experienced a dry and dusty religion for many years. I came to the US. I was born again on June 9th, 1999. And 18 days later, on the 27th of June, I was baptized with the Holy Spirit and evidence of speaking in tongues. And I'm proud of it. I carried on as an engineer for many years and a consultant. I didn't go crazy. I wasn't a goof. I continued to worship God and serve Him. My life has never been the same. I have no regrets. Let me share with you briefly how this came about. I was going to be baptized in water on that day in June. When my head came out of the water, my lips started to stammer uncontrollably. Initially, I thought it was odd because the water was warm and I knew I shouldn't be, you know, shuddering or stuttering. But this was biblical, my friend. In Isaiah 28:11, it says, With stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to his people. So this young Chinese missionary approached me and said, would you like to be baptized with the Holy Spirit? And I'd just been baptized in water, so I said, heck, let's go for it. I wasn't totally sure what he meant even, but in my heart, I knew I was to follow him. He then proceeded to lay hands on my stomach. And when he did, I felt a warm, loving sensation come into my heart. He then motioned his hands upward, slowly towards my mouth. It was as if my belly was about to explode unless I got the words out. As soon as this river inside of me reached my mouth, a supernatural language came out. It was like a raging river flowing through me, bursting to get out. And its manifestation rolled over my tongue in this beautiful heavenly language. Friend, if you have this gnawing feeling on the inside of you that there's something else that God has for you, that perhaps you're missing out on something, then you're right. Call it the second blessing or whatever you want. There is an additional encounter with the Holy Spirit subsequent to your salvation that God desires for you today. If this were not true, Jesus wouldn't have told his disciples to tarry in Jerusalem until they received the promise of the Father, which is the endowment of power from on high, spoken of in Acts chapter 1 verses 4 and 8. You've been listening to Carl Joseph and the Lions Unchained podcast. Carl is a minister who has witnessed God's miraculous power to save, heal, and deliver. Carl covers topics such as geopolitics, current affairs, cults, societal trends, and end-time events, all through a biblical lens. Every Monday, new podcasts are uploaded, so stay tuned for the next opportunity to roar into victory. Check out carljosephministries.com for exciting articles, teachings, and discussion points. See you next week, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button.